This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. morning and happy November everybody glad you joined us this morning for Northwood replay 2021 it's our ninth and final episode of the Northwood Timberwolf football team and our chance to have a conversation with head coach Leonard Haynes my partner as always my co-host is Rich Violet and it's great to have you along uh, these are the days where tomorrow's high is uh, today's low. So we are mid-November and uh, we have found ourselves entering uh, week 11 of the GLIAC football season and we're glad that uh, you've had a chance this morning to join us. As always, Coach Violet, uh, we uh, we plan more today than we ever have, so the responsibility's <laughs> on you. You go ahead with that first question, my friend, and now uh, we'll get this thing started. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome, Coach. Uh, tough game Saturday. Um, I thought we played extremely well in the first half. It was 13-0 halftime. I thought the defense was playing extremely well. Um, just a couple of things, I guess, your thoughts on the game. But that first series, I'm just curious. <clears throat> it's fourth and nine. And we get a, ultimately we get a bad snap, and it puts us back to the 35. So it puts us against the eight ball a little bit there. They end up going and scoring. Mm -hmm. But – was that going to be a pooch kick out of the quarterback, or were we going for it at fourth and nine mm -hmm. there at midfield? Well, I'm, I'm risky, but I would not risky uh, <laughs> to go for it. But we, uh, our plan was to quick kick it. So if you, if they, anyone watched the game, if you can see our quarterback lines up in this normal alignment, then he steps back. And we've practiced this all season, and then we have a bad snap, and obviously everyone probably thought Coach Haynes was crazy trying to go for it. Well, I'll tell you, Coach, <laughs> I, I didn't have my game face on. I said, I'm not sure we should be going for it here yeah. fourth at nine. I wasn't thinking, yeah. you know, quick pooch until later that night. I think, yeah. and you know what? That's what he was doing. Yeah, yeah it was going to be quick, quick kick, something we've practiced, something we've done before early in the year. And uh, like and, I said, bad snapping. And you do that so they can't put a return man back, right? Correct, to get the ball down. <laughs> You know, hopefully closer to that end zone and make them have to dig out of that. So, but yeah, bad snap and yeah, one going for it, Rich. One yeah, going for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you're getting 49 yards plus on an average from uh, Parker Blust's punt too. So yes. with no return man, that actually gives you an eye. And boy, he had a 62 yarder Saturday too. Yeah, he was yeah. kicking the ball well. Yeah, and uh, ball. that would have given you the field position that you wanted versus what you ended up with with the high snap over Ty's head. Yes, and yeah. that's what we wanted to kind of pin those guys deep. And so sure. uh, again, you know, yes. It was it was planned, and that's what we wanted to get out of it. You know, your safety play was very, very good in that first half. Yes, it was. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just thought the defense came to play in yeah. the first half, and a couple bad things happened to us that 
mentally. Yeah, <clears throat> you're right. I thought a defense came to play. They were they running around. We got a pick. Uh, Santiago got a nice pick. Uh, something, a tendency that we saw, and uh, he jumped it and, and you know and got a pick out of it. So uh, they were they were running around, had a lot of energy, and um, obviously we had some mental laps that you just can't have. You know, you know we knew Tech was a good team and. Well, all the teams we played have been pretty good. So, right. but you know, one thing about us, we we can't we got to stop making teams look good. You know, we make them look better than what they are. So. I uh, just uh, just off from that, uh, you found yourself down at the half, not by a bundle. Thirteen zero was the score at the half. Uh, they end up uh, shutting you out. The final score ends up being thirty to zero. And we had talked about it. Uh, a week ago in this program about on paper we matched up well and you really you really played the averages again we'll talk your your uh, safety your corner and your linebacker play in the first half offensively it just didn't seem like we could get our motor running I mean in the second half we were inside the red zone twice and came away empty and at that point we're down three maybe four scores so you, you need the massive points you can get right. but uh, yeah the goal line stopped down there we were first and goal on the two and didn't punch it in uh, we were inside the 20 and uh, we uh, we were four and out in, in the series at the end of the series um, at that point, Coach, do you, do you look back, and I know you practice because I see you guys on the field come Monday, and I always watch you doing your walkthroughs on Thursday, so it's not that you're out there. What What's the final step to get Northwood to play Northwood and not beat Northwood? Ooh, uh, good question. We were trying to figure that out. We try to do sure. different things to get these guys going, and, um, you know, we practice, like you said, like everyone else. We practice, we practice, and, you know, one thing we talk about is finishing, make sure we're down in those situations in the red zone, have an opportunity to finish and, and, and capitalizing on, on opportunities and that we just haven't done all year it's kind yeah. of been our thing for some reason all year you know maybe except for a couple games but you know we got to be able to move the ball get it down in the red zone on the goal line and get in there correct uh, and we have not done that consistently and we just got to keep finding a way to cut, get over that hump this kind of leads a little bit into that coach <clears throat> excuse me you know Saturday uh, a short field touchdown, the 35 yards after the bad snap, yes. mentally. Um, 100 yard interception return for a touchdown. A 41 yard big run for a touchdown. We fumbled the ball twice and lost a lot of field position. I, I know we don't have the crystal ball, right? We'd like to have a crystal ball, and I know these are young men, right. and we got a young young team. But what do we got to do mentally to get over that hump? Because it just feels like we're there. Mm-hmm. We just, door. yeah, we clean up just a few things yeah. mentally, and I think, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're obviously more talented than, you know, our mental mistakes lead us Correct. to to be. And that's fair, uh, Rich. Right? You know, how how do we get over that mental hump? And it's a mindset, and some we're going to definitely develop an off season and address real strongly with our football team. We've we've addressed it during the season. But I think now this off season would definitely lend us to to working on that mindset and changing mindset. So, you know, a lot of it comes down to that your preparation, which, you know, quite frank with you, we prepared all week. I thought our guys great practices, preparation was great, and uh, you know, kind of go out there. Now again, nothing against Tech. Tech was prepared. We knew they were going to be good. They right. always are, a very sound, disciplined team. And so, but we knew we we're going to have to be at our best in order to push through. And, and you know have a chance to win that football game. So 
Yeah, that's something we have to work on and stop getting in Northwood's way. We get in our own way at times, and um, that definitely has hindered us. So, and again, it starts at the top with me, and we got to get that cleaned up. Yeah. And it's hard to do that on Saturday. Right. I mean, yes, you're not, you know, you got other things to worry about on Saturday. Absolutely. And, and, right. Now, everybody's been playing under the same guise of having no season in, in 2020, mm-hmm. right? The COVID year, mm-hmm. that'll probably be an asterisk in uh, everybody's conference matchups from here forward, right? Uh, But in all fairness, coming out of last year and having no games, having guys sit for 12 months before they were able to be active again and starting it, I'm also looking at the chemistry changes that you had within your club, not only at the leadership level with primarily all new coaches uh, in your support staff, but also the guys that sat the year plus the incoming recruits that were going to play in 2020 that didn't, and now they're playing in 2021, and they're starting to be a bit of a logjam of what you're recruiting now versus guys who signed two years ago that only played this year. So the dynamics of that chemistry of 2021 has been uniquely different in all of the changes plus the COVID asterisk we're talking about. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. You know, it's something I've talked to staff about. You know, Coach Mack and I myself talked about our defense, for instance. You know, we have uh, 17, 18 guys who never – taking a snap Ta-da. until this year or guys that did not start you know until this year and so it is it was kind of a you know aha moment sure saying, man we you're right there's a lot of new guys out on that football field plus a couple like you said with new coaches new coordinators and a brand new coaching staff and getting used and acclimated to to those coaches right. and, and what we're you know what we're now doing because it's different from what we've done in the past so right. just all that kind of coupled together you know, um, just just kind of was a, a storm uh, of some sorts. But at the end of the day, these kids work hard. Yep. Uh, I love their work ethic. They come to practice every day, despite the record, the scoreboard. They have come out and they have uh, been very, very um, uh, enthusiastic for practice. We'll, we would agree, even come game day, yeah. even getting shut out, coach. We still have highlights, which we hi- we highlight and talk about every week. Yeah. Uh, we may not end up with the W. But uh, it's not that we're not having some efforts. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of our highlights in our last home game of 2021 last weekend. Here we go. Defensively here, hey, there's uh, Eric Santiago right there on that on that interception. Some of what I talked to you guys about, you know, some tendencies that they show. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of a tendency breaker, and we were able to pick up on that and see our offense moving the ball here a little bit as we're getting close to that red zone and. here we are, a little scramble by our quarterback, and we find Christian Martinez here for the first down. So, again, we're doing some good things. We can move the ball. Again, it's about finishing, like we talked about there, Rich. And um, so we got to definitely get better at that. We get one more shot at it, and you see our Ty Cox running a little bit. I didn't know Ty was as fast. Yeah. <laughs> <Got> a, <laughs> he's, he's taking the chains off, I guess. But uh, but it was good to see him again running here for uh, a pivotal first down, again, as we're marching. And then a kickoff return here by Tajay Leslie. You know, he's just, he's getting close to breaking one. Um, he's a pretty excitable player, in my opinion. And so I can't wait for him to be able to break one of these loose. 38 yeah, yard for sure. Yeah, very And here you go defensively. And here's uh, Bimba on the tackle for loss. You know, he's having a pretty good year this Seven year. It's a freshman. Saturday. Yeah, as a freshman linebacker, he's definitely uh, been a, a pleasant surprise. And you see, here to uh, Ethan Bunch, our receiver, as we're you know making a move down the field, 
uh, in this particular drive, and I believe this will be to Ethan Bunch again, young freshman receiver now who's kind of kind of breaking out his shell a Three little bit. Three catches so, for 40 yards. Yeah, for 40 yards. So he's he's going to be guy down the road in the future. I think it's going to be very pivotal for us. And uh, as you guys can see, the score not where we want it, um, like we just talked about. But we'll we'll keep getting better. We got another week to do that. You see, Northern Michigan was at uh, Saginaw Valley. Uh, Saginaw 33-21 over Northern. Grand Valley 62-13 over Wayne State. Then Fair State 50 over Davenport, 14 over Davenport. Conference standings, you know, Ferris and Grand Valley right at the top with, with Saginaw right there in the third spot and Michigan Tech uh, and Saginaw tied for uh, that third spot in the, uh, in the conference, as you see, and we round out the rest down here at the bottom. And overall records, again, uh, Ferris and Grand Valley right at the top. Uh, two nationally ranked football teams. I'm sure they'll be in the playoffs, things of that nature. But and then you see where we are. Coach, uh, we'll talk a little bit of, in segment two about moving on yeah. in the GMAC and so on. Um, are you positives on the year? I mean, I know it's been a tough year, win loss, mm -hmm. and there certainly have had to have some positives. And I know the young coaching staff has been a positive in my eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Your thoughts? Well, I, coach staff, you know, I'm very excited about our coaching staff. Love coming to work with these guys. Man, they, they've been uh, uh, just uh, a joy to be around. And so, uh, and all the hard work and effort that they've put in and trying to get this thing going and get this ship going in the right direction. It's been just great to see the energy and the positivity about attacking every day. And our players, you know, can't say enough about those guys. These guys, again, like I said, they come to practice every day, ready to work, you know. No matter what the record is or what the scoreboard said, you know, we haven't got the results we've wanted, and everyone is disappointed by that, by, by you know, no measure anybody's uh, happy about that. But these guys come to work every day, practice hard, man, and, and you again, you couldn't tell what the record was if you stepped out of our practice to watch the joy of these young men flying around. And it's intense at times, and but they are also having fun with one another. Yes, sir. <laughs> we're, we're having fun watching them have fun, to be honest with you. We'll tell you what, uh, we're going to uh, take a, a, a quick break, and we're going to put you right in uh, when we return. We're going to put you right into the Northwood offensive backfield. But I'm going to guarantee you, whatever happens while we're back there, this is one of the guys you want to give it to if you find yourself in that spot. We're going to introduce you to uh, running back for the Northwood Timberwolves, and we're going to do that right after this. Hi, my name is Callum and I'm here at MCTV. This week I'm learning how to be a sports reporter. If you want to learn how you can get involved, check out the info below. Hello and welcome back everybody. It's segment two of episode nine as we wind down Northwood Replay 2021 in our final episode. Great to have you along this morning. As we've been able to do the last several weeks, we're going to take the helmet and shoulder pads off these young men. You hear us talk about them all the time. And uh, Coach Haynes has warmed up the seat for senior running back Brock Franklin. And uh, Brock, it is great to have you along this morning. Thanks it's, for being here. It's great to be here. I appreciate you guys having me along. You bet. Uh, so Lincoln, Michigan. 
Michigan. Lincoln Elkona is your home. Uh, your uh, degree from Northwood is in entrepreneurship. Uh, you, this is your fifth fall, you said, uh, at the Wood. And so in a matter of days, with your walk that's coming up mid-December with your uh, commencement and that celebration of that achievement in your life, uh, what, uh, what has Northwood prepared you to do, and what do you, what do you reckoning you're going you're gonna to tackle once you always you're hard to tackle but what are you going to tackle <laughs> in the next few days when you put uh, a wrap on this northwood education thing well this fifth year thing is kind of making me feel a little bit old but uh <laughs> looking to go home and put everything that northwood's taught me whether you learn a lot through football obviously yeah, real life stuff so a lot of great professors at northwood so i'm just looking at going home and and uh getting a job in hvac kind of completing my journeyman's and that's kind of where i'll reside cool Brock, you probably don't know this, but I got a grandson that's named after you. I did hear that. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yep. And I think we might have been up at Northern Michigan. I think you're and right. I think the last time we were up there, and I think you were running the ball, and I turned to Dale and I said, Boy, I like that name. And of course, my son was listening online. So, anyway, that's really cool. Cool story. Um, football. You, I love watching you run. Okay, you run hard, you run people over. I've been really surprised at your cuts lately. You got some pretty nice cuts too. You've been seeing the field a lot better, making some nice cuts. Yep. I see you when you cover the ball. You cover the ball like a true fullback running out of the tee. Um, did you do that in Lincoln, Elkona High School? Did you run the tee? Yeah, we ran the tee quite a bit. Well, that's all we ran since okay. I was in sixth or seventh grade. So we were always two hands on the football, hiding the football, running our older fakes. So. I taught that over and over and over again because I had the running backs in, in high school. And uh, and uh, when I seen you cover that ball up for the very first time, I yeah. went, that kid knows how to cover the ball, and I doubt he's ever going to fumble it. So, yeah, yeah. good stuff. Uh, so you're getting ready to strap it on one more time in your uh, your college football career. Uh, you're going to do it in a, uh, a real genuine uh, spot in northern Michigan up at Marquette, up at the Superior Dome. You've uh, had a chance to play some football up there underneath the, uh, the Oak Dome. Uh, knowing it's your last college football game, uh, you're approaching it not any differently, but uh, what are some of, the, some of the emotions and the thoughts going through your, your young head as you're getting ready to, to uh, get behind a quarterback and an offensive line for the last time at Northwood? Well, I just kind of want to take it all in. Uh, it's a great opportunity up there. I love playing underneath the dome, yeah. and it's just a big atmosphere. And I just want to do my best. That way, I don't leave my teammates hanging. So I just feel like I gotta study all the plays right. I gotta do a lot more mentally to get prepared to sl help slow down the game. When you put that helmet on, everything's so fast. So just be mentally prepared helps slow it down. Yeah, been real proud of you uh, waiting your turn, taking the opportunity when it came. You've had some good running backs back there with you, obviously, right? You're seeing a little bit more playing time. Um, tell me when you're not getting the ball, what are your responsibilities? When I'm not getting the ball, just hyping up everybody else, uh, especially if we're pass blocking too. You want to make sure the quarterback feels comfortable back there. Uh, blocking for the other wing backs or slots out on the edge. I mean, the wide receivers and slots block for us about every play, so I mean, it really helps them out and uh, helps uh, helps us out, obviously. If we want to break a long run, a lot of times they have the key block, and that really goes unnoticed. And I, and I notice you running your fakes out, too, very well. So when you don't have the ball, uh, 
it's hard to tell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. If we can kind of get a linebacker to kind of key me for a split second, that'll help open up something else. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we've enjoyed it. I think one of the things I like most as we get ready to wrap things up here, if I see you get two uh, two touches in a row, I call it a I call it the Brock Franklin series because right now I know we're <laughs> going to just keep feeding them Brock, and it's fun to watch you later in the game too. You've had some huge successes in the last several weeks, but uh, you can actually take a game to a defense that thought they had you guys under wraps, and uh, you can actually turn the tide on your drives. You're just an absolute uh, pleasure to, to be a part of. So thanks for being with us this morning, and uh, I'll, I'll get back to you on the exact days you have until December 11th when we commence you, but we right. we wish you nothing but uh, the best of luck from uh, what's here forward, and just get out of here and go mad, will you? Will do. I truly appreciate it. Thanks right. for having me. You're welcome, young fella. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Brock Franklin, uh, his last day to suit as a Timberwolf is Saturday up at Northern Michigan University. And why don't we talk about Northern Michigan University with Coach Haynes, and we'll do that right after this. Hi, welcome back everybody. Northwood Replay 2021 and it is the final episode. We're glad you're along as you have been, uh, most of you for the entire season. It's always uh, great to talk Northwood football with head coach uh, Leonard Haynes. And Coach Haynes, you've done it again. You seem to be pretty consistent on bringing us good young men to uh, sit in the chair that you sit in for our first segment and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the leadership style and what Brock Franklin means to this ball club. Brock is your classic uh, lunch pail hard-nosed uh, type of young man. Uh, quiet, didn't want I want to do the show. Uh, <laughs> definitely to do it, though, definitely did not want to do the show, but he did really good. He was Looks excellent. good uh, in that chair, didn't he? Yeah, he really did. Yeah. He was a natural, but uh, great young man to have around the program, great leader. You know, again, he's more of a silent type of leader, and he just shows up and work, and, and that's how he leads. Yeah, it shows. Yeah. It shows. Coach, let's talk about Northern. It's uh, – We've got the last seven out of eight up there, you know, against those guys. I know you don't want to hear that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but something about Northern, we've matched up well yeah. against recently. Uh, we got them earlier in the year, and um, what what are you seeing different? Are they different. doing? Is there anything different since we played them earlier in the year? Mm -hmm. What do we got to look for? You know. Um, not much different. They uh, they're doing some different things offensively uh, that we've noticed, and um, also they have uh, defensively. They have not changed who they are, but they stop a lot of their movements up front. So the stunts, things of that nature. So they're playing more straight up and just you know flying to the football, uh, for what we can tell. So it seemed like they just gotten somewhat better as the year is going on and just shored up some things on the offense and the defense side of the ball, just to make it more simple. It seems like for their kids just to play and fly around. Yeah. You know, I, I think I look defensive. They're not taking the ball away a lot. I don't think they get interceptions and they don't get fumbles and so on. So right. maybe that's why they've changed it up. Maybe they're, maybe they're, uh, I don't know. And maybe but, you're right. Yeah, I mean, again, but they the same personnel. The guys just, again, I think they just done a good job of not trying to overcomplicate it with their players and just let them play now right. uh, from what I can tell. Okay. So, uh, and like I said, offensively, they added some new wrinkles to their offense. But at the end of the day, they, they, they still want to do what they're going to do, uh, whether it's run the ball, it's going to be a play-action pass stuff, and their quarterback who uh, usually likes to keep the ball and run a little bit with it. Assuming we'll still see Drake Davis on the quarterback. Yes, yes yeah. we will. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, looking at uh, uh, Davis, he's averaging 32 yards on the ground. Their QB yep. uh, passing, he's at about 59% uh, of his completion. He averages about 160 yards a game. Yep. Defensively, I'm noticing that they've got a couple of linebackers that are uh, a couple of monsters. Uh, youngster by the name of Brochert has 102 tackles mm-hmm. on the season. Uh, a young fellow right behind him, uh, Whitley, has 88. Yep. So they have their key components. And then they got a fellow that doesn't show up at the top of any of these, but he is their all-purpose yards. He's a running back. He's a kick return man. And he's a receiver, young fellow by the name of Tyquan Cox. Yep. Yep. And Tyquan averages 136 a game through 10 games. So mm-hmm. uh, you have some spots where your focus this week has been to prepare against uh, some of the, They got three receivers averaging about 16 yards a catch yep. so they distribute it and they evenly flow that so you can't isolate but you got to recognize right oh yeah again they, they just try to get the ball to the playmaker's sure. hands and uh, uh, that the uh, tight tight uh, cock is a cox yes uh, yeah. he's uh He's been real good for him. He's gotten better throughout the year, number 20, that is. And so yes, it is. They try to find ways to get him the ball for sure. And so, they, like I said, they just simplify things and, uh, and, and tweak some things. So, you know, but we just got to go out and do what we got to do and play a full 60 minutes, period. I think, uh, you know, I have fun analyzing, right? I look at the numbers and I look at, mm-hmm. at the teams and stuff like that. And uh, we turned it around last time we played them on special teams. We blocked a field goal. Correct. And uh, got a score out of that, mm-hmm. right? I yes. believe. Yeah, yeah. And, um, sure did. Yeah. It's a scooping score. <clears throat> and Malik, I think. Malik, so yeah. yeah. Malik Emerson, yeah. So I look at the special teams play, um, and then I look at what they bring on special teams. I think we're, we're much, much better. Mm-hmm. than they are on special mm-hmm. teams, to be quite honest with you. They got nothing for kick returns, interceptions, fumble. They have not scored on special teams or any kind of a big turnover. Mm-hmm. So do you think this game could come down to special teams? And I don't know what it can come down to, but if it does, <laughs> hopefully we have that advantage, like you said, that that'll give us an edge to, to finish this thing out. So our special teams, I think, have been pretty decent this year and um, have gotten better throughout the year. And so uh, we're definitely going to lean on those guys to, to help us as well. Yeah, and if you contain their quarterback who's run pass, right? Yes. He's he's 90, he's 75% of their their goal and everything. Yeah, so. he makes them go. I think they're a better team with him for yeah. sure. Yes. Coach, in the one minute we have left, uh, college football seems to resemble life in a lot of ways. Uh, as of today, uh, going into Saturday's finale, uh, what do you think for you personally, and I'm, we'll bring it down to a personal level because I can do that because we're brothers, what do you think has been maybe the biggest disappointment of 2021 as a whole in general? And then uh, just in fairness, cite to me and cite to Rich and our our, uh, our fans of yours and, and those dedicated folks, cite a, uh, an, a success that kind of stands out, if you would, on the season and get you out of bed every morning to do it again and go mad. Mm-hmm. What uh, what disappoints and what uh, what brings you to life? Well, obviously disappointment is all this hard work the people put in in this program to not have the, the wins, I guess, to show for it, you know, per se. You know, you see these guys day in and day out coming to work, whether it's the coaches or the players and the people behind the scenes, you know, to put this work in not to be rewarded. And so that's some stuff, you know, again, we have to get cleaned up. And, and right. that comes and the maturity will happen along with that, you know, that hard work. And when that, when that comes together, then you'll see the success, I guess, on the scoreboard, if yes, you will. Sir. But 
uh, I've just been proud of of our team and, and the people that support us. You know, that stay with us no matter what adversity comes in life. And I've learned that. And um, God said, yeah, he, he'll uh, get you through the storm. Yes, and that's one thing uh, he's done for me is to keep my eyes on the prize and block out any outside noise. And you just keep working, you know, as if you're working for the Lord and not for man. And, uh, and that's what we've done. That's what I try to do and focus on. And um, I take that and run with it every day. And um, so we'll keep working. We'll keep getting better. I'm proud of how these young men have worked and prepared. And um, the fruits of our labor will come to pass uh, if we keep going at this thing and stay faithful. Yes, sir. And you trying to do that has proven to be a success because you and your team are doing that. Well, thank you. you. Know, so, thank you. Uh, you're a pleasure. You really are. Let's take a look at uh, what we have coming up for you here this Saturday, the finale. Uh, we are traveling to Marquette, Michigan, inside the Superior Dome to take on Northern Michigan. That's a 1 o'clock kick. And uh, we'll have it, of course, for you on 1490 AM, 107.7 FM. And as always, it'll be at GoNorthwood.com on the Internet. That's right. Safe journey north. Thank Colors you. are gone. Look for snow. Snow? And well, watch for deer. Well, we'll be indoors playing, so That's I don't right. know about snow. It's before you get inside. <laughs> before we get inside. Yeah, yeah. Last thoughts, Coach. Get Bye. a good night's sleep. Get yes. up there. Get a good night's sleep. Good luck. And let's, let's make it 8 of 9. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yeah. uh, thank you guys for everything you've done at MCTV as well. Appreciate yeah. you guys. That's it. Thank you, Coach. 2021. Inside of a nutshell and on uh, on the recorded machine for you. Uh, we appreciate your commitment and uh, dedication to this all season long. And uh, for my partner, Rich Violet, and for head coach Leonard Haynes of the Northwood Timberwolves, my name's Dale Robbins. May 2022 be as successful for you as it has been for us. And we're out of here and we're going away. We're doing it. We're going away mad. We're going to go away and make a difference. Have a great fall and start to, to winter, everybody, and blessed holidays. So long. program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation.